All right, now, so what I want you to do is I want you to go get your favorite sex toy. I want you to put them in the chair next to you or cozy them up with you, okay? Fellas, ladies, your favorite sex toy, grab it. Get it next to you. Get a couple snacks for the two of you. Candlelight if you need. And let's take this journey, okay? We're going to talk about that world of dominance and submission. Kink! Or whatever other names they got. So sit back. Relax, strap in, strap on, or strap up, strap down, whatever the fuck you need to strap. Let's get ready to hit that funny for no damn reason podcast. Dicky is what I'm feeling. Oh, what 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 is up, people? I'm over here just bugging out in my usual spot, sitting in my car, my podcast studio. That's right. Um, chilling. Uh, had a good talk with a close friend of mine who's uh, he's a fetish dude, and it's always interesting to talk to him. I want to actually have him come on here and just talk some shit with me because it's, it's hilarious the shit he talks about. It's just funny. He tells me all about the shit that he's into, which is is it's pretty freaky. It's pretty freaky sometimes. You know, it's it's amazing what we do. And I, I commend him for that. Nicest guy. If he didn't tell me what he was into, never would have suspected it. It's not like he got a look that looked like he crazy. You know how they always try to say, you know, uh, it's like a serial killer. You know, you see a serial killer and you look at him on the news and you go oh yeah he looked like a serial killer but in actuality no he didn't because when the dude you know on a mug shot everybody looked like a serial killer they tell you not to smile you're sitting there all straight face oh he looked like he murdered somebody he looked like he killed his own mama but if you see him in real life you see him every day smiling he telling you oh what a beautiful day you go oh man i would never picture this dude uh eating people you know that's it. That's the same way with my boy. I don't picture him into the shit he tells me about. It's, but he's into it. But I don't judge. And and that's what I want to talk about is all this goddamn judging. People love to judge what the hell other people do. Why are you judging? Who are you to decide what normalcy is for you to decide how life is supposed to go for other people? It's bullshit. Don't nobody tell me how my life is supposed to go. I do what I will, when I will, how I will. You know what I'm saying? And it's amazing. Sometimes nasty people judging other nasty people. How the fuck did that happen? How you going, how your nastiness better than my nastiness? How you going to be down with getting pissed on and you mad at a dude who's a shit eater? How the fuck do you, how does that happen? Yeah, but I'm just, it's just pissed, but shit, that's just a whole different. No, you're both nasty. But that's okay. Do your nasty shit. Literally. I don't hold grudges against no... I could have a friend who's a shit eater. It's just that we wouldn't hang a lot. You know what I mean? You know, and it, 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 I would be iffy, like, borrowing shit from him, you know? <laughs> if I had a friend as a shit eater, you know, 
you know, be hard to give him a pound, you know, you know, just let me get an air pound from you. I don't need to really touch you. You know, and every time I saw dirt on his fingernails, I'd be like, is that like dirt or is that shit dirt? Like, (laughs) but he'd still be my friend. You know, we wouldn't share food and shit. I'd never drink after him. You know, I don't know whose ass was in his mouth. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) the point is stop judging people. Yeah, let everybody live their nasty. And there's a lot of shit out there, man. I've, I've done a little research and looked at some of the, the fetishes they got out there. There's some crazy shit. This shit, vacuum cleaners and trying to drown people and pets and, and whipping and shit. Like, it's crazy. But I respect people's hustle. I respect people's individuality. Do what makes you feel good. Everybody don't like the same shit. It's like that whole thing where people were flipped out. They was like, yo, look, yo, gay people getting married. What's next? They're going to be marrying the pets. You all heard that bullshit before. No, I don't think it works that way. People go to extremes all the time. It's just like my last podcast. I was talking about how people think that if you like anal sex, you're gay. How do you go from one extreme to another? You can't. They don't make sense. How the fuck? It makes no sense. Because a man is interested in another man, a woman's interested in another woman, that all of a sudden they got animals involved. You know, it, it's a thing where it's your thing. If you're gay, you're gay. You like other men. Cool. If you like animals, that's your shit. That's like your thing. You don't switch. It's not a it's not going from weed to heroin. It's going from human to animal. It's a whole different thing there, you know? And I'm sure there's some people that made that jump. And I say, hey, to each his own, you know? I could be friends with a dude that's a, a fucking bestiality dude. If that's his thing, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. If I ask you to, you know, help me uh, film a sketch and you'd be like, uh, give me a minute, I got Finish butt-fucking this sheep. You know, hey, do what you got to do, but let's get this sketch done, you know? I got I got followers to gain. I'm not going to judge you. I mean, now if you hurting the animal, that's a whole different thing. You're not supposed to be hurting stuff. Don't be trying to convince me, yo, the sheep like it. Nah, the sheep screaming, motherfucker. <laughs> Just let people live is all I'm saying. Forget all this bullshit I'm talking about. Just let people live. And once again, there are some crazy, some crazy fetishes out there, you know? Crazy shit. I think it was David Car- Carradine uh, died. He was uh, jerking off in the closet with a noose around his neck. I think it was him. I don't know. I haven't done any research. Shit's hilarious. It's, you know, it's sad that he died, but, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, whether he's in heaven, hell, purgatory and in, in, in heaven's waiting room i don't know what the fuck he's at i know he had a minute to think about what he did i mean he had a minute when when he started dying you know you hang you get like a second to go oh shit i made a mistake i don't know was he standing in the chair jerking off with the rope around his neck and the chair fell out i, I don't know all i know is that that's a horrible feeling for a few seconds you got to go i think i fucked up crazy think of a lot of stuff in that few few seconds i'm sure you know like oh lord uh, if they think this is bad wait till they get to my hard drive see what i'm saying so 
It's a lot of crazy shit out there. I saw somebody get zippered up in a in a in like a vacuum cleaner thing, like just suck all the air out of it in this tight, uh, restricting vacuum cleaner suit. It's crazy. That's their thing. And I'm not gonna judge them for it. Only thing I will say about the scat thing is like uh like when you get into that, like that's gotta be that's got to be some weekend shit. Like, you can't do... Like, you know, some fetishes you have to prepare for. It's not like regular sex where I can have sex five minutes before I go to work. Hell, I can have sex on lunch break if I want. Hell, I can have sex at work uh, if, the, if the stars align properly. But if you into being shit on or pissed on, you got to schedule shit. You know, you got to have an area. You know, it's not like you got that nice living room in a house that you're sitting around fucking pissing all on the rugs and shit. You got an area. That you do this shit in, and it requires proper cleanup. You can't just have somebody shit on you and go, shit, I'm late, and then try to run off to a meeting. You know, shower later. No, you can't do that. You just have somebody shit on you. You got to have a full shower. Uh, you got to get a nail brush, get up under the nail. A lot of work. And need, <laughs> need some dental floss. There's a lot of shit when you into crazy fetishes. And, like, if you into being choked, you can't be in corporate America being choked out. You got to do that shit on it. You got to have a choke day. You got to have a special day. Uh, you got to get choked on uh, Friday right after work. So you got the whole weekend for your neck to not be red no more. Can't go into work on Monday and shit. Hand prints all around your neck and shit. Big black eye because you into getting punched and shit. What the fuck? It's crazy. But I respect your hustle. Keep doing what you're doing. I think the thing that interests me the most about it is how do you meet somebody that shares this fetish with you? Because shit eaters date shit eaters. I'm assuming. Can't have one of those in the family. You know, that can't be one of y'all's enjoyable things. You know, okay, one of you likes fishing, the other likes uh, going to the movies. You can have that separate. But you can't have one shit eater in a relationship. It's not going to happen. You got to get, you got to figure all this out. One of y'all can't be into being choked and fucking drowned and the other ones into uh, romantic love on the beach. There needs to be some collaboration there. And that's my question. My question is, how do you find somebody that's into the same fetishes as you? How do you go about that? Sounds like it requires a little research, a lot of research. And even funnier, how did you find somebody back in the 50s? Because it's not like shit eating's new. Getting pissed on is new. Getting beaten and, and whips and chains and all that shit is new. There's been freaks since day one. Since Sodom and Gomorrah, that's why, according to the Bible, God tore that shit down. He said, y'all some nasty motherfuckers. This shit is over. Y'all are done. So, in 1950, you got no internet. It's a very kind of conservative America back then. You know, there was some freak stuff going on, but everything was real tight behind closed doors. And, hell, if you even got pregnant back then... Uh, uh, you had to move out the neighborhood and go live somewhere else and be a bastard somewhere else. So how the hell did you have a crazy-ass fetish in the 50s and actually be able to do anything with it? I guess you would have to basically have taken 
uh, whoever your partner is, if you a guy and you into some freaky shit, like women didn't have too many rights in the fifties anyway, so she just had to conform. I'm assuming. Like she had to literally, <laughs> she had to take some whatever y'all took back then, some Atlanta. I don't know what was in the fifties to make you ship. She had to take that stuff and be prepared for her husband when he came home from work. There was no questions asked. Maybe there, you know, in in some small cases, uh, there was a spot that people went. Very exclusive, quiet spot that a few people knew about that they could live out their fetishes. Seems like it may have gotten better maybe towards the 70s, like when New York City was kind of wild. If you was in the New York area, you know, you could go in to, uh, uh, to the village you know, you work your way around. You start at this little seedy spot. And you'd be like, yo, you know what's funny? You know, some people actually like to, like to, they like to get pissed on and stuff like that. That's nasty, right? <laughs> yeah, where would you even go to do that? Like, you know, and then somebody would tip you off to another spot. And then you ease over there. And you work your way to the pissing shit eaters. You work your way over, you know? But now, you know, it's cool now because you got the internet. You know, you could easily just, you know, just look it up. Hey, I need somebody to beat my bottom. And you go to beatmybottom.com and there's a thousand people that are bottom beaters. Party on. Nice. So that's first. How do you, how, how did you find that? Like, I want to meet somebody who's like 70 right now and it's like a real fetish head. And in, in 50 years ago, when they was 20, 50 years ago would put you back. Uh, I ain't even trying to do math. F that. The point is, how did they find like-minded people that was into the same shit they was into? How did you get to the spots? Now, let's fast forward to 2018. We know how to get to the spots now. You a freak, you know where to find other freaks. But what if you like regular dating? How do you introduce your crazy fetish to a new partner? How do you do that? I'm very curious. I mean, I'm thinking in my world, if I was into, uh, I don't know, water sports or something. I don't know, water sports, you know, like just submersion underwater and like, kind of the, the drowning thing and just so many fetishes you can't keep up with all of them like zipper suits you got zipper suits where you zip up your whole face and this might tie you up and you just have the, you at the mercy of that person and stuff like they got crazy shit out there they got people that's into getting their balls kicked there's men out there grown-ass men get in their cars excited get in their cars can't wait to get there to have a woman for a very nice price, no doubt. Kick him in the balls repeatedly. Insane. There's people that there's grown men dress up like babies, diapers, rattles. We call them things, binkies and shit. Crawling around grown men, CEOs of companies, paying top dollar. Walking around. Grown. Shitting on themselves. Paying a thousand dollars to have a 
woman change their fucking diaper. Insane. Am I against it? No. I find it entertaining. Wish I was a fly on the wall. Many times. Wish I was on fly on the wall. I could just sit there, laugh my ass off, then fly away. Hilarious. But you're dating. In a regular dating scenario, you go out. The reason that a lot of this conversation I'm having with you happened today is because me and this guy, a while ago, probably over a year ago, decided to go out and chase chicks together. Let's go out. Let's go meet some chicks. Cool. Now, I know what type of fetish he's in. Matter of fact, this dude had a woman put a strap on on and give it to him up to pooter tooter. I don't give a shit. I'm not, I'm not shocked by it. I'm not offended by it. I'm not uh, disgusted by it. Doesn't change our friendship in the least. Whatever floats your boat. All you got to do is respect me, be nice to me, keep your hands off me. We good. So we go out, chase little chicks, you know, hey, what's up? How you doing? Everything. And I'm thinking, like, what happens if you meet somebody and he wants to introduce all these fetishes he's into to, to this new person? Now, do you do you go in and you say it up front? You know, you're sitting there at dinner, you know, she's like, tell me a little bit about yourself. And he's like, well, you know, I enjoy uh a nice ride in the car through the country on a weekend. I uh, I love sunsets and, uh, you know, uh, making love on the beach is a top ten thing of mine. And I like to be shat upon, you know. And that's pretty much, I'm assuming, the end of the date. It's pretty much the end. Uh, unless you are lucky and find that one out of a million shit eaters or shit shitters. Sits over at that moment. You know, she's on f- social media that night talking about the creepy dude she went out with. Getting all kinds of likes and giggles on, at your expense. Or do you, what I would do is I would make sure I got in love with me first. I would give her uh, four months of just regular sex. I would suffer through it because all I want to do is put on my vacuum cleaner outfit zip up my mask, my penis out, strapped to a bed, giggling to myself. And don't forget the nasal spray. They told me you got to take nasal spray because you start panicking in there. Then your nose clog up. Oh, that's actually with the ball gag. You put the ball gag in, make sure you take some nasal spray because you freak yourself out. Your nostrils will close up and you can literally die because you can't yell the safe word when you got a ball gag in your mouth. That's a little side note, a little message for you. Remember that. So again, I would wait till the woman's in love with me and then I'd spring it on her. I would just be waiting for her to come home from work one day and I'd be sitting there with a with a noose on, tied to the ceiling fan, in a chair, no pants on, with a leather shirt and a zipper mask on, with a sign on the front of the shirt that says, kick these balls immediately. And then hopefully... You know, she's in love with me now. And then, you know, she's like, she would have to have that conversation with herself. Like, oh, my God, he's like the perfect person other than the fact that he wants me to kick him in the balls and shit on him, piss on him, and beat him with a cat of nine tails while the ceiling fan is going. 
or she leaves me. More than likely, she's going to stick around. She's going to, I'm hoping that she would basically look at the pros and cons. I'm a good guy. I, I love to take her out. We have great conversation. Movie nights are fantastic. But uh, on many occasions, I'm going to prefer a little extra activity. You know? So that's what I'm saying. Like, do you join the club and look for people of like mind that way? Or do you just take your chances in the real world? He takes his chances in the real world. He's had some pretty good luck, he said. Uh, one girl he went out with happened to be a prostitute. A little shock to the system there. It's nothing like having sex with a woman unprotected for a couple of months. And then you happen to see a, a, a letter on the table that was open. You look at it and you go, oh, this bitch is being... Uh, uh, she's got a court date because she's a prostitute. Hmm. Did not know that. Quick to the clinic. You know what I'm saying? So he's had some wild adventures. You know? So I, that's what I'm thinking. You know, you know, luckily or unluckily, I'm just a regular dude. I like good old regular sex. But it doesn't mean tomorrow I might not change. You know, I might decide to get a little different tomorrow. So... There we go. No judgments. Stop judging. Stop judging. Let people live the way they're going to live and do what the hell they want to do. That's it. And some crazy, like I said, some crazy shit out there. People like midget sex. You know, not a fan. Nothing against it. Not a fan. Just doesn't. You know. I'm not going to knock anybody for. There's, there's people like amputee sex. Ugh. Like, that's not my thing. Like, you know, you need all your limbs when I get in bed with you. you know. My same friend, we was on, we was looking at this fine-ass woman. Uh, uh, he showed me a picture of her online. Look, take a look at her. I was like, God damn, she is gorgeous. Pan down, ass was nice, and then that was, that's where it ended. Woman had no legs. She had a big, juicy, juicy ass, no legs. She is walking on ass cheeks, literally. Sorry, he would. He said he would get with her. I was like, no, I need legs. You know, I need legs on my shoulders, wrapped around my waist. You know, sorry. That woman got a nice ass, but it's not doing me no good when she can't do it doggy. She can't get doggy style. There's no. There's no legs. I got to prop her ass up three times on the pillow. Pretend she got legs. Got to buy her legs, make her legs. Like I said, I got nothing against it. If he walked in the house, if, if he came over my house on a double date and I'm sitting there with my lady, and he walk in with a woman with fucking red bottom shoes on her ass cheeks, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give it a second look. I'm say hi to her, offer her a drink. I'm gonna be very, uh, very interested in seeing her walk. And uh, that's pretty much it. Who the hell am I to judge? I'm not judging nobody. I got my own issues. Got my own problems. You know, live and let live is what I say. But real quick, I want to give a shout out to all my gay fans. You know, got a lot of gay fans. I appreciate each and every one of you. And you guys are not subtle at all. So I want to also apologize to all the women that I have harassed over the years. I get it now. Totally get it. I can't put a picture up of my body without some little DM from somebody going, boy, I love to, you are hilarious. <laughs> like, they, they go in. 
I put up a picture shirtless, you know, just trying. I'm trying to get women to give me the likes and comments. I got six DMs from dudes talking about you. You are delicious. You are delicious. You are one gorgeous piece of chocolate. I'm like, I, I get it now. The ladies, y'all, woo, us men are monsters. But again, I, I have no problem with the compliments. I ain't getting them nowhere else. So thank you. Thank you, fans. I'll take what I get. <laughs> That's it. I had a gay guy hit, hit on me one time at the bank. I was at the bank, and I was leaving the bank. And this dude, right, this is like he was straight straight thug, man, like a Spanish, bald-headed Spanish thug. He had a little beard and stuff. Uh, had Timbo's on, jeans was baggy. Looked like straight. Hardcore dude. I'm walking out the door. He's coming in. He looks at me. I look at him. You know, we give each other the little, the little head nod. Yo, what's up, son? Next thing you know, he's like, yo, you are working them jeans. I was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I ain't know what to say. I was like, thank you. You know, like, what am I going to say? Like, fuck you, motherfucker. Him being gay don't mean he can't whoop my ass. I took that compliment. It's either get my ass whooped or get it fucked. And I... Now, I'm joking. I'm just fucking around. All I know is I took his compliment and never wore those jeans again. Burned them. Joking. I'm having fun. So to all my gay fans, thank you for all the love. I appreciate every time y'all watch a video, you listen to the podcast, you uh, you check out my YouTube videos, like my pictures and everything. I got thank you. appreciate it. A fan is a fan. People need to stop judging. This whole episode is about stop judging. Love people. Right? That's what it's about. Love. Speaking of love, I love older women. Yes. And the only reason I'm saying that is because while I'm doing my podcast, one just walked by. Delicioso. I had, <laughs> my friends like young young women, which is like whatever. Like whatever turns you on. Like that's, that's you know, that's your thing. You like younger women, it's cool. Like I, I, I realize my age now, I'm 46. I can't handle women my age. I can't even imagine if I had to deal with a 20-something right now. Like, that'd be insane. A 20-year-old full of energy, life, and vigor? Uh-uh. Kill my ass. Shit. Hey, one woman made passionate love to her. When I was finished, she was like, we gonna do it again. I was like, yes, we are. Next week. <laughs> we ain't doing this shit now. I'm done now. I am finished. Like it's different when you when you when you twenty, your sexual drive is insane. Like you literally orgasm and you just want to keep going. Like you don't even care. Dick's all sensitive. You like fuck it and just keep going. <laughs> but when you hit like forties and stuff, whoo! I come, I look at my dick. His tongue is out. He's like, I am done. He got that just finished a marathon look. You ever seen a marathon runner when they really finish? Laying on the ground and shit on their hands and knees, can't breathe and shit. That's what my dick look like after sex. And it ain't no long marathon either. It's a short marathon. It's not even a quarter marathon. Not even a mile. So now, I like, I like older women. You know what I'm saying? Older. Younger women, look, y'all look good. You look gorgeous, beautiful, sexy, desirable. And I look. I, you know, I compliment. God damn, that's beautiful. But mm-mm. Young is for young. It's not happening. And I've had young women that are attracted to me, and I just thank them. And 
take the compliment and smile. My chest sticks out. I'm having a good day. Wow, I had a little 20 year old thought I was sexy. Thank you, baby. Mm-mm. I like them 50. Like 50 year old women. Sexy? Ain't nothing sexy than a 50 year old woman. You know what I mean? Sexy. Got a little bit of gray in their hair. Got their little glasses on. They get a little thicker from the years. You know, just curvy. Just, mm, delicious. They know how to treat a young man, too. Boy. Get you an older woman. You know? Learn how to drink red and white wine. You know, enjoy a few Law & Order episodes. And it's a sex fest. But it's a controlled sex fest. You do it the way you do it. You ain't gonna do no crazy shit. 20-year-old girls have your ass standing up on the bed and lifting legs up and doing all kinds of shit. That kind of shit, you wake up the next morning and wonder why you hurting. You ever had sex, wake up the next morning, and you hurting like you did some real work, like you was lifting cinder blocks the day before? That's what it's like when you try to fuck a 20-year-old. You wake up and shit, everything hurt. Oh, my shoulders, my back, my neck. Oh, everything hurt. Fucking around with 20-year-old women. It's crazy. I get so fucking 40, 50-year-old women, so I know what a 20-year-old do. That'd be straight murder. Don't mess with no young, no young women. That's just a waste of time. Like an older woman, they know how to do it. Well, older women don't play either. You fuck a young woman, fuck a young girl, you might not get rid of her ass. She'd be sitting there the next day talking about, what we gonna do today? Like, we ain't doing shit. I'm trying to recoup. He had me up all night. You had me up past my bedtime. Shit. I seen shows on TV I didn't even know was on. I ain't never been up that late before. I'm tired. I'm hurting. I'm sore as fuck. I feel like I went to goddamn Planet Fitness. Let's go out. I got a whole, I have a whole list of things we can do today. No, the fuck you don't. No, you don't. I'm going to take me a Centrum. I'm going to do a couple of little light exercises. I'm going to try to start my day. 11 o'clock in the morning. Older women, older women are fun because older women don't fuck around all night because they got shit to do. You get an older woman, she's executive at her job and shit. She ain't got time to bullshit. She ain't going to be up past 11 o'clock. Everything you're going to do between 9 and 11. You're going to have the best time of your life between 9 p.m. and 11. Maybe 7 and 11, but definitely between 9 and 11. It's party time. And you know you got your freak on with her if she stay up past 11. If you get her to go a second time past 11, she's in. That's it. But they keep it real. Shit. I banged one older woman, man. I shit. It's, uh, I went to, you know, I was thinking that I'm going to bang her and I want her to leave. I want her to leave. I want to get in, get out, enjoy the rest of my night alone. Shit. I tore that ass up. Moaning, screaming, sweating, and panting. I looked over. I was, you know, I was, I gave the yawn like, I got a long day tomorrow. And I was like, hey, Margaret. I looked over. This bitch was gone. The sheets were still fluttering from how fast she left. She was gone. They don't play. She got work to do in the morning. She ain't got time to be sitting around looking at my ass all night. Scheduled, professional, and got shit to do. Older woman. Half of them got kids. Ain't got time for your bullshit. Young women want lollygag, blow your phone up all day. Ain't got time for all that. Older woman texts you two times. How you doing? Everything okay? All right. Maybe I'll see you later. Okay. Let me know. Bye. You don't hear from her all day. 20-something sent you 34 pictures, 900,000 goddamn emojis. This bitch all over the place. Will you leave me alone?
Shit, older woman, you get a couple of drinks at the bar, she happy. Younger woman, you got to get drinks and appetizers and dinner and shit. Actually, that's not true. Older women will cost you money too, bitch. Why are you hungry now? They hungry now because they don't want to worry about it later. They smart. They invested. I actually was thinking about, at one point, I was going to go out with a woman that was over 60. Say what you will, this bitch was banging. Her body was banging. She, she looked good. Like, you knew she was 60. I mean, like, I knew she was 60, but to look at her, you would go, you ain't no 60. You know what I mean? Like, she was still, she still look nice. Like, you ain't no 60. Like, yeah, I'm 60. I'm like, damn. Bad. Only thing, she had both her knees done. She had, like, knee replacement shit. She had two metal knees. This bitch was bionic. Beneath the thighs, she was bionic. But she was bad. She was bad. Like, you would just walk down the block with her because she was that bad. She, sexy. I figured if I dated her, I would have bought me a nice big old magnet. Bitch try to leave me, I'd bring them knees right. You better bring them knees back here. You ain't leaving me. Have fun with her. And now it's time for my favorite little segment called I'm Pissed Off Man. That's right, I am. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off at Nissan today. Nissan and Route 46 over here in Little Falls can kiss my ass. Um, They sold me a shitty-ass truck, and it just seems to be getting shittier. Uh, don't buy from them. They can kiss my ass and not listen to this podcast anyway so I can talk all the shit I want. So that's it for now. And I'm going to go ahead and end this little ditty we call a podcast. Again, I just want to say thank you for listening in, all three of you. Um, if you like what you heard, please like this. Please comment. Let me know. Let me know what you like, what you dislike. You know, I can take it. I'm a big boy. Um, and finally, subscribe. Subscribe. I want to keep this ball rolling. And I want to keep you entertained. If you got any topic ideas, I'll more than take them. Feel free to let me know what you want to hear about, and I'll bring it to the forefront. You know, great at dating advice. Great at advice, you know, because I'm one of them people that if you can't do, teach. You know, I teach the shit out of anything. Everything I'm bad at in my own personal life, I can do it for you. Okay? That's how it works. Again, I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Gerald underscore comedy, J-E-R-R-O-L-D uh, underscore comedy. Also, you can catch me on Facebook, my fan page, Comedian Gerald B. Yeah. And, of course, check out the funny videos, sketches, and comedy how-tos on my YouTube channel, Comedian Gerald B. And all of this can be seen on my little piece of real estate, a.k.a. GeraldB.com. Okay, you have a good night, have a good day, wherever the hell you at, do what you do, and that's it. I'm out.